Hi guys, um, welcome to another episode of Melanie and Caffeinated. This is your host, Mary Mobley. Um, I sound tired, I'm sorry, I am tired. I went out drinking last night and I'm 33 and I'm old and drinking makes me tired. <laughs> so, I'm still in bed, but I wanted to talk about something today that happened yesterday. So, here we go. Um, so yesterday was uh, the homegoing service for Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul, and it was great. If you, I actually live, it was live streamed, and I watched all eight hours of it because that's how I live my life. Um, you can obviously find it on YouTube, or you can catch different clips and pieces, but definitely watch the. Um, the performances, the um, musical performances, because they were all amazing. She had Fantasia, Jennifer Hudson, Jennifer Holiday, the Clark sisters. Um, Marv, Mar- did Marvin Sapp sing? He spoke. I think he sang too. But just everybody from gospel and pop. Ariana Grande was there in that short ass dress. I just, and I get she's like twenty five, but. It's a church, and even if you've never been to a black church, you should know how to dress when going to a church. I'm not Catholic. I've never been to a Catholic church, but I sure as hell know how to dress if one if I dress if I needed to attend one. So I'm sorry. That was I don't know who her stylist is. She should fire her stylist. But um, yeah, everything was wonderful. Um, the bishop of the church, who like it was his church that they had the funeral in. He was doing too much, but I mean, I guess he wanted to. Let people know it was his church, but you know, do you boo boo? I guess. Um, so yeah, the the service was great. It was got started late because I mean, black people, but um, it was wonderful. She had 24 karat gold casket and she wore a gold dress and I think she had on gold shoes. And when she was lying, quote unquote, in state at it was a museum, I can't think of the name of the museum in Detroit, and I apologize. I think she was there for three days and she had three costume changes each day a very nice gown and very nice matching pumps because she's an Aries and that's how us Aries do. Um, so God bless you, Aretha Franklin, and we miss you and we love you. But back to the service, everything was wonderful up until the eulogy. And the guy that gave the eulogy, I can't even remember his name. His first name is Jasper. I remember that because I had never met a black man named Jasper that I didn't like until yesterday. And he is, I think he's a preacher from Atlanta. And he he's old. Like, he's old. He gave um, the eulogy at Aretha's dad's funeral in 84, Reverend C.L. Franklin, who, don't even get me started on him, like... Yeah, he got a 13-year-old pregnant. Don't give me that. Okay. Um, so, like, the preaching started off fine. He, you know, I think he he had a scripture ready and, you know, talking about Aretha. And then it kind of got into, like, him talking more about her dad because I guess they were really close. And that's fine. Like, her dad is was definitely an instrumental part of her getting out there as a young person. Um, she would sing during his church services. She started off singing gospel, so that makes a lot of sense. A lot of black singers do start off in the church, start off singing gospel, um, you know, around their parents and all that jazz. And her father was close with um, Martin Luther King Jr. And she, they would go around and she would sing and raise money for them and for like his cause. If he ran out of money for some reason and couldn't pay his people, you know, she like the Franklin family would help out. So great. And I know everybody has their flaws. So, I mean, 
Reverend C.O. Franklin was a, a great man, but he also had sex with a 12-year-old, so I just cannot know. But, um, so further along into the eulogy, um, the preacher just kind of went to the left, and if you grew up in a black church, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. He started to discuss um, black-on-black crime and how, like, everybody's on crack, which was strange, because I checked the calendar and it was definitely 2018 um he was saying how single moms need men in the homes because a woman can't raise a man which I mean if that's your opinion fine fine it's just not true um plenty of men there are plenty of men out here black white Asian Hispanic other multiracial people biracial people all of the above are out here have or men um have been raised in single parent homes and they turned out perfectly fine and i'm talking about i don't know professors and presidents like barack obama was raised by a single mother and you know like it just makes it's dumb it's a dumb thing to say it's a dumb thing to assume and people people are having whole whole ass arguments about it on twitter and like one black guy was like he's right like this is why we're the way we are the way we are and it's just strange to me how you could just fix your mouth to say something negative about your own people and he was just saying how uh, basically he's preaching respectability politics which a lot of preachers preach because they don't want to ruffle any feathers and i think that's bullshit and i think respectability politics is very dangerous and that's how we got to the literal shithole that we are in today um he was just going on and on about like uh he was he was saying um conservatives need to respect the liberals and liberals need to respect the conservatives and republicans need to respect democrats and democrats need to respect the independents and blacks need to respect whites and um and then he 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 opened his mouth and he said the straights need to respect the gays and the gays need to respect the straights and it's just like jesus christ number one i don't have to do any of those things i don't have to respect a person or the politics of a person who thinks that I am less than or not a whole person. Like, there are people out here who still think that we're three-fifths of the person. There are people out here who still think women should be in the kitchen. There are people out here who think um, being gay is a choice and they have to electroshock it out of you. So, no, I don't respect those people. I only have to do two things in my motherfucking life, and that's stay black and die. Yes, it does not make any sense, but yes, it is very fun to say. So I was just real heated about it, and all I, everybody with a brain was for the most part. And I ranted about it on Facebook, and I was saying, like, this is why your pews are empty. Like, this is why nobody comes to church anymore, because there's so much judgment. Like, you're going to sit up here and say... The reason why the black race is where it is is the black race's fault. And that is not true. At all. Like, and a man of his age, that man has got to be every bit 80 years old. Um, You never ran into institutionalized racism. You never ran into Jim Crow. Like, you really believe we are where we are. And it's our fault. And there was not a driving force behind it that had absolutely nothing to do with us. Like, you're insane. So, I mean, it was bad. Like, it was very bad. Like, oh, it was the most misogynistic, disgusting preaching I've heard in a very long time. And 
yeah, um, I don't think, I don't know how Aretha felt about that. I don't even know. Like, that, did that guy not know how to eulogize a person? Like, you're a preacher, you should know how to eulogize a person. This is how you eulogize a person. You um, talk about that person's life. And I know some people give scripture and some don't. That's up to you, but it's like, it, it turned into a, literally a three-ring circus, and it nothing was said about Aretha. Like, he talked about single mothers needing men in the homes or single mothers not being able to raise their kids in the presence of a woman laying in a casket who raised four men by herself. Like she had, Aretha Franklin had four boys, two of them before she turned 17. And like just the hypocrisy of it all. It's like she did, she conquered all of those things and more being a black woman in America, being a, a teenage mom in America, being a, um, woman a single parent black woman a singer like you know how many singers are out here and like did not did not cannot will not won't (laughs) will not won't the same word um make it to the success and the stature that aretha franklin has gotten like she is she's it like that's who you aspire to and there will never be another person like her she was one in a million and i think i think tyler i think it was tyler perry that said that we were blessed to have even lived in the same time frame as her you know, so that's amazing. So a big, a big fuck you to that preacher because you are not, you're not the one. You need to be sat down. You need to retire. Your days are over. Just sit there and wait for Jesus to come take you. And by the way, it sounds, he he might not be taking you, boo-boo. <laughs> but anyway, that's my two cents on respect. Also respect, if somebody tries to teach you respectability politics, you slap them in the mouth. <laughs> Cause those, that is, that's no, that's not the way of, that's not the wave of the future. It's not, it's not going to change anything. It's just the dumbest shit. But anyway, thanks for listening. And also I just wanted to let you guys know, um, I am on iTunes. So please go there and leave me a five-star review. It really does help people find the podcast. And, um, if you don't, if you're against fun technology i'm also on stitcher and spotify and breaker and i believe Castbox is a new one now that i'm on so basically wherever you wherever you listen to your regular podcast you can find me radio public overcast all of that all that jazz you can find me in the anchor app if you are in the anchor app you can leave me a fun little voicemail with suggestions or encouragement and also now you can support the podcast. So if you go to um, anchor.fm slash caffeinated, you can give a monthly uh, fee to help out. Because um, I really do want to buy a microphone. I think that'd be great. Um, so you can do, I think it's 99 cents, four ninety nine or nine ninety nine a month, which is really great. So thank you to, I have one. So that thank you to my sponsor. You're awesome. I love you. And I think I had something else to say, and I can't remember it now. Oh, also, Melanie Caffeinated has a Facebook and a Instagram page, or an Instagram page. So, like and follow and subscribe and all that jazz. I'm also on Twitter, but I don't really tweet much. I just retweet the other funny things people say. <laughs> but, I mean, feel free to follow me. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, definitely the Facebook and Instagram page. I'm, I do a Woman Crush Wednesday type deal on there. So just highlighting like 
strong women in my life, black, white, other, it doesn't matter. A strong woman is a strong woman. Um, I love all women equally. Uh, I, I am a black woman. I am for black women always, but I want all women to succeed. Um, cause women are great and without women, you men would die. So do that. That'd be great. Thank you guys for all of your support. This has been fun and it's been great having people reach out and, you know, tell me like, Oh, keep, keep going. Cause some days I don't want to keep going because I'm tired and I feel like I don't have anything really to contribute, but apparently I do. So thank you so much. And I appreciate all of you. And I hope you guys have a great week.